Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero, a personal finance podcast for the modern Latina. I'm your host, Janice Torres-Rodriguez, personal finance expert, speaker, writer, and business coach. I teach women of color how to build wealth and gain financial independence through side hustles and investing. On this show, we're serving up POC-friendly personal finance knowledge, always with a side of sass. We're talking about how to make dinero, how to keep it, and how to make it grow. If you're ready to become poderosa with your dinero, you've come to the right place. Hola, mi gente. Welcome back to another episode of Yo Quiero Dinero, the podcast. I wanted to surprise you guys with a year-end episode where we're going to talk about eight steps that you need to be taking in 2021 to build wealth. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to say thank you. This podcast and the way that it's grown in 2020 is a direct result of the support and the love that you continue to give us on social media, on the podcast, leaving us reviews, sharing us with your friends and family, liking our posts, sharing our posts. I mean, the list goes on and on. So if you're a longtime listener or you just arrived, thank you for being here. If you've been a guest on this podcast, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And I can't wait for season three's premiere on January 3rd, 2021, where we have a whole slew of amazing guests lined up for you to help you get your money right in 2021. Also, if you haven't already found out about our newest digital course, The Ultimate Side Hustle Starter Kit, it is not too late to sign up. Enrollment ends January 4th. And if you've been thinking about starting a side hustle in 2021, this is the course for you. This eight-week program includes live coaching with me, 
And we're going to be breaking down every aspect of starting a side hustle that you need to take into account when you're building a brand new business. I'm taking seven years worth of my own experience building multiple side hustles on the internet, and I want to teach you everything that I know. So if 2021 is the year that you've decided you're going to pursue financial freedom and independence through a side hustle, make sure you don't miss this digital course, the Ultimate Side Hustle Starter Kit. To check out more information about the course, view testimonials, and register before our January 4th enrollment deadline, head over to SideHustleMoguls.com. I can't wait to see you there. Now, let's get into today's episode. So I think when it comes to the new year, it's very typical for us to set some really big goals. And if anything, 2021 has made us really take a step back reevaluate everything that we're doing with our lives, whether it's from a personal or professional or financial perspective. This is the year that's been like, ma'am, sir, have some seats because we need to talk, right? I mean, this year has been quite dramatic, chaotic, insane. The list of adjectives goes on and on. But essentially, 2021 was kind of a shit show, guys. I mean, really, it's been quite a lot to handle between the global pandemic, social unrest and oppression. I mean, that's nothing new, but maybe everybody's just figuring out that this thing is a thing. Uh, This crazy ass presidential election, the huge economic crisis, lots of people losing their jobs and being furloughed. It's been quite the year. And you may find yourself in a very different space than you were in January of 2020. That's the reality of it. We are about to start a new year and it might be a great time for you to really sit back and think about what your financial goals are for 2021. My 2021 mission is to build some serious wealth. Luckily, and I'm really grateful for this, I was not affected by a job furlough or a job loss. And for the first time ever as a business owner, I made over $100,000 with my side hustles on top of my full-time job. So I am really just grateful for the fact that 2020 was actually a really good year for me. There's quite a number of people that I know that are in the same situation that they weren't personally affected too much by the economic impact of COVID. And if you're lucky enough to be that person, kudos to you because there's a lot of people out here who have not been as fortunate. And so I'm going to be talking about eight steps that we can all use to build wealth in 2021. Now, depending on the phase of your financial journey that you're in, Some of these will apply sooner than others, but all of these tips are something that you need to implement at some point in your financial journey because it's a multifaceted approach when we're talking about building wealth. It's not just one thing. It's not just saving. It's not just paying off debt. There's so much more to building actual wealth. And so I'm going to break down these eight tips that you need to start thinking about in 2021 to build real wealth. So let's get into the list. So number one on my list is creating a spending plan, aka a budget. Everybody hates the word budget, but guys, let's just calm down. It's not that serious. A spending plan is not meant to be a strict budget. Instead, it's a guide that's going to help you take control of your financial future and ultimately reach your goals. So if you don't have a budget or you haven't found a way that actually works for you, we're gonna talk about some options that you have. But essentially, a budget consists of the money you have coming in, which are paychecks, tips, loans, scholarships, child support, side hustle income, whatever, money going out, things like your housing, your groceries, utilities, clothing, childcare, your car payments, credit cards, medical bills, etc., and your goals. Those are the three components of a budget. So your goals can be things like your emergency fund, building it up, 
replacing your car, taking a family trip, paying off credit card debt, funding your retirement or your child's education, or other future expenses. So once you understand those three aspects, you can start building a budget. Now, let's talk about some of the options that you have. The most traditional way of budgeting is called the 50-30-20 method, which splits your income across three different categories, 50% necessities, 30% wants, or 20% savings and debt. Now, sometimes people reverse the 30% and the 20%, and there are situations where maybe you need less than 50% towards your necessities, like your housing, transportation, and things like that. So these percentages are super flexible, all dependent on your individual situation, but these are the guidelines. The next budget method that is really common is the envelope system. So this is where you set a spending limit for each category, like groceries, You fill actual physical or digital envelopes with the allotted cash and you only use that money for purchases. Once the envelope is empty, that's all the money that you have to spend for that category for the month. Now, if you want to use physical envelopes, you can, or you can use sinking funds through companies like Ally and Capital One that have those built into their savings accounts, or you could use the Good Budget app. Pay Yourself First is another budgeting method and it's actually the one that I use. So the way that this one works is you decide how much to set aside from your monthly income for savings goals like retirement and an emergency fund, and then you use the rest of the money you have for bills and other costs. Now, I use this approach because I just like getting my goals paid off upfront. And that's essentially what you're doing by paying yourself first. You're paying your goals first, whether that's putting money towards your retirement, putting money in your emergency fund, putting money in the sinking fund, and then you figure out how to live off the rest. And so the great thing about that is like each month you can tweak the numbers. If one month you put way too much money in your savings account and you're just like, oh my God, I cannot live off of the money that's left, then you can adjust it according to your plan. And on the converse side, if you make some extra money through your side hustle or you get a bonus from work, you can make additional payments towards your goals and stick to your spending plan without just kind of letting all your money go into one account and then figuring things out later. I love automating my savings and retirement goals because then I don't have to think about it and I'm not tempted to spend the money. So that's what works for me. And then finally, the zero-based budget is super popular. In order to follow a zero-based budget, you take your monthly income and use every dollar in a deliberate way, like saving for a certain amount for a trip or paying utilities and groceries, and you allocate all of the dollars until there are zero dollars left, hence the zero-based budget. If you want some tools in order to execute a zero-based budget, you know, you can always use an Excel spreadsheet, but there are tools like EveryDollar and YNAB or You Need a Budget that help you follow a zero-based budget with a already built template. My second tip for building wealth is adopting a value-based money mindset. So what does that mean? First off, let's clarify what building wealth is not. It is not hoarding all your money and never having any fun until you're too old to truly enjoy yourself. That is not a vibe. Building wealth is actually learning how to spend on the things that matter to you thinking about your values and priorities, and then focusing on those items when you create your spending plan or your budget. So if going on vacation, saving for your child's college, or giving charity is important to you, include those items in your spending plan. If it's not important for you to buy a big house, then don't. Keep your mortgage small. If it's not important for you to buy a house at all, then don't. Rent and build wealth. There's no right or wrong answer to your spending. So adopting a value-based money mindset is gonna help you figure out where best to put your money based on your individual values and your goals. My third tip for building wealth in 2021 is paying off high interest rate debt. High interest rate debt does nothing for you. You're literally paying interest for the privilege of maintaining that debt. 
So if you want to pay off debt in 2021, let's talk about two options that are really common in the debt payoff community. The first is the debt avalanche method. This is where you make minimum payments on all your debt and use any remaining money to pay off the debt with the highest interest. This can result in lower payments over time. The other method is the debt snowball method, where you make minimum payments on all your debt and then pay off the smallest debt first to get them out of the way before moving on to bigger ones. You're prioritizing them based on the size. So you pay off the smallest balance first, then you move to the next one and the next one. This method provides quicker psychological wins and there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's really about what makes sense for you. You just have to pick a method that's gonna keep you motivated. So a pro tip here, if you have access to 0% balance transfers to consolidate credit card debt, if you have good credit history and you wanna take advantage of these 0% balance transfers, you can use these to actually consolidate your credit card debt and you can pay them off with 0% interest over a certain amount of time. It's usually anywhere between like 18, 20 months, sometimes as little as 12, sometimes as much as 24 months. So just make sure you have a plan to pay off the balance before the promo period expires. My fourth tip for building wealth in 2021 is create an emergency fund. So an emergency fund is a good way to plan for the unexpected without the need for resorting to debt. Almost 50% of Americans cannot handle a $400 emergency without resorting to debt. If we're going to start building wealth, we got to make sure that we're not putting ourselves in situations where we're going to have to put things on credit cards because we weren't planning for emergencies. We all know life happens, shit happens, pandemics happen, craziness happens, your job happens. So let's start planning for emergencies so that we're not caught off guard and forced to get into debt. You should aim to have six to 12 months of expenses in a high yield savings account. And I love Ally, HSBC, or SoFi Money for my HSA accounts. An HSA account is a high yield savings account that pays you around 25 times the national interest rate. Right now, interest rates are trash. Ally is paying about 0.5% interest on your balances, but it's better than like something like Bank of America or Wells Fargo that's probably paying about 0.01% interest. It's nothing. So it's not as much about the interest right now when it comes to high yield savings accounts. It's really just about putting your money somewhere that is going to get as much return as you can just by sitting in a bank account. My fifth tip for building wealth, and you guys know this already, but we're gonna talk about investing. The compound returns that come from investing are essential to building substantial wealth over time. Like I just mentioned, 0.5% interest rate on a savings account, guys, that's not gonna be enough for you to retire on, okay? You're not gonna save your way to wealth. So start with a tax advantage retirement account through your job. If you have access to a 401k or a 403b, or thrift savings plan. Start there. It's super easy. They take the money out right from your paycheck. You don't even have to think about it. You just decide the percentage that you want contributed and that's it. You can supplement that by opening an IRA, either a traditional or a Roth, or maybe you want both. If you want to find out more about IRAs, 401ks, head over to our blog, Yo Quiero Dinero Podcast, and check out the Building Wealth section of our blog. We have a breakdown of everything you need to know about IRAs, everything you need to know about 401ks, index funds, ETFs, how to research stocks. Like we're teaching all the things for free guys. So make sure you head over to the blog and check that out. Tax advantage investment accounts like 401ks and IRAs help you grow your money more efficiently and can make a really big difference down the road. However, you can also supplement your investing with taxable investment accounts like a brokerage account. The money in your brokerage account is accessible at any point, so you don't need to wait for retirement. You can also look at things like a health savings account that you can save tax-free money for medical expenses. 
You can look at 529 college savings plans to save money for your kids for college, even for private high school or private elementary school, tax-free. If you're a business owner and you're not... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dinero. Currently saving for retirement, you could look at things like a solo 401k or a SEP IRA. There are so many opportunities, guys. But whether you're investing in the stock market, real estate, or assets, investing will help you grow your wealth faster than letting it sit in a bank account. My sixth tip for building wealth is protecting your assets with insurance. The right insurance is going to keep you from completely depleting your accounts. Think about it, health insurance. If you don't have it, you can easily end up in a situation where you have to file for bankruptcy because you have a medical emergency. My dad broke his leg in August and his hospital bill was like over $80,000. I cannot even imagine what that would look like for our family if he didn't have good health insurance. Things like homeowner's insurance protects you from the cost associated with losing your biggest asset, which is your home. If you're a renter and you don't have renter's insurance, what are you doing? Renter's insurance is so cheap and it protects your things. Guess what? Your landlord is not responsible for your belongings if something happens to the home that you're renting or the apartment that you're renting. So you need to protect your own things with renter's insurance. Think about how much it would cost for you to replace your car or if something were to happen to you and you needed money to support your family if you suffered a temporary disability. Are you taking advantage of long-term disability insurance through your workplace or short-term disability insurance. The right insurance coverage can reduce your financial risk, leaving you free to build wealth with money that would otherwise go towards replacing losses. And life insurance, super important, guys. 
If you do not have term life insurance, I highly consider you thinking about signing up in 2021. We actually have a partnership with a company called Bestow, that's B-E-S-T-O-W, and they provide online instant quotes for term life insurance up to $1 million of coverage. If you want to find out more about life insurance with Bestow, go to our website, yoquierodineropodcast.com, and check out our money tools section. You can find a ton of resources there for companies that we trust and are recommending for all types of services, including estate planning, insurance, health insurance, all the things. My seventh tip for building wealth in 2021 is create an estate plan. Now, estate planning is one of those things that nobody wants to talk about, but everybody needs to do because guess what, guys? Two guarantees in life. You're going to pay taxes, unless, of course, you're Jeff Bezos, and you're going to die. Sorry to burst your bubble. But we all need an estate plan because we all are building wealth and we need to make sure that it's being passed down to who we want it to go to instead of ending up in courts and lawsuits and all kinds of crazy things that can happen. A robust estate plan consists of a last will and testament, a revocable living trust, beneficiary designations, a durable power of attorney, healthcare power of attorney and living will, provisions for digital assets, letter of intent, and a list of important documents. Before we get into the nitty gritty aspects of an estate plan. Pro tip here, if you have an employer that offers legal insurance coverage, you may be able to create an estate plan for free. I literally just did this this year. I have legal insurance through my job. My premium is like $250 a year. And I got an entire estate plan, including a trust, including a a last will and testament, power of attorney, healthcare power of attorney, living will, the whole shebang for $0 because my legal insurance covers it. So that's a major hack if you have access to a legal insurance plan through work. Let's talk a little bit more about estate planning because this is something that I have so much passion for teaching because it's so important. The first document in your estate plan is your last will and testament. This document gives you the power to decide what is in the best interest of your children and your pets after they're gone. Who's going to take care of them? It also helps you determine what will happen to possessions of financial or sentimental value Things like art, jewelry, valuables, things that don't actually have a beneficiary designation built into them, like your retirement accounts. You don't need to list your retirement accounts and your bank accounts in your last will and testament. You can actually designate beneficiaries for those accounts outside of this process of putting them on a will. The second document is a revocable living trust. This is separate from your last will and testament, and it's a written document that determines how your assets will be handled after you die. It can be revised as many times as you want throughout your life, hence the fact that it's revocable, which means it can be changed. And it's meant to house things like real estate, valuable possessions, bank accounts, and investments. Like I mentioned, this can be modified at your discretion until your death. Or if you create your first living revocable trust before you have kids, and then you have kids and you wanna designate some things to them in the trust, you can do that just by talking to your lawyer and having them revise it and you can update it as many times as you want. The third document for your estate plan is your beneficiary designations, and this is what dictates who will inherit your bank accounts or retirement accounts when you die. These designations are powerful because they take precedence over instructions in a will. So if you have a retirement account that lists one person as a beneficiary, and your last will and testament has someone else listed as a beneficiary for that same account, which shouldn't be the case, but sometimes it can happen, especially if you're doing this documentation on your own, that beneficiary designation is going to take precedence over whoever is named in the last will and testament. 
So be clear on who you're putting as your beneficiary in those accounts because that's who it's going to go to. The fourth document is a durable power of attorney. This allows you to choose someone to act on your behalf financially and legally in the event that you cannot make decisions because you have either been hospitalized or you're in a medically induced coma or something has happened to you that you are not able to exercise your financial and legal decision-making abilities. The fifth document is a healthcare power of attorney and living will. Now, this sounds really similar to a durable power of attorney, but the key distinction for a healthcare power of attorney is that it dictates who's going to make medical decisions for you in the event that you become incapacitated. Durable power of attorney is for someone to act on your behalf financially and legally, whereas a healthcare power of attorney is strictly for medical decisions. A living will allows you to explain in advance of your death what types of care you do or do not want. So if you don't want to be resuscitated, if you have been diagnosed by a doctor as comatose and you don't have any chance of waking up, this is where the living will comes into play. It's meant to communicate your wishes if you are unable to do so in the future. It's strictly a place to spell out your healthcare preferences and has no relation to a conventional will or a living trust which deals with property. The sixth document is the provision for digital assets. This document decides what you want done with your digital assets, like your computer hard drive, digital photos, information stored in the cloud, and online accounts such as Facebook, Yahoo, Google, Twitter, all the social medias. Be sure to include a list of passwords on this document. The seventh part of your estate plan is a letter of intent. This is for instructions, requests, and important personal and financial information that does not belong in your will. It's literally a letter that you can write in order to convey your wishes for things you want done. Let's say you have really specific instructions about how you want your funeral or memorial service to be performed. Maybe you want somebody like singing Purple Rain in the back. Maybe you want to be like buried in the Amazon rainforest. I don't know. Whatever you want, that's what goes in your letter of intent. And then last but not least, a list of important documents that should also be a part of your estate plan. Things like your life insurance policies, annuities, your pension and retirement accounts, bank accounts, marriage and divorce records, birth and adoption certificates, real estate deeds, stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and important bills and account numbers. The eighth, and I would argue most important part of building wealth in 2021 is, guys, sometimes we just gotta earn more. We have to diversify our income and earn more money, right? 2021 has shown us that relying on a single income source, not really the best idea. We really don't wanna be in situations where the rug can be pulled out from underneath us if something happens with our jobs. So earning more and diversifying your income is a key part of building wealth. It provides you with financial security that you just won't get from relying on a single income source. Building wealth is more than just saving and cutting costs. Sometimes what you really need is more money. And if you wanna build wealth, you cannot focus on scarcity. You have a couple options to earn more. First, you can make yourself more valuable at work so you're eligible for raises and promotions. If you're not being adequately compensated, you can look for a new job that pays more. Or you can start a business or a side hustle to make more money. Now, my side hustle journey has been absolutely nuts. I started my first side hustle, my food blog in 2013. And after I got laid off in January of 2014, I had time to really start taking it seriously. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. So after that, I really started refining my content, building my niche, and my first real earnings were in 2016, I earned $2,300. An extra $2,300 for anybody can mean the difference between like, you know, being able to save some money and not. So I was really hooked at that point. And since then, my blog has grown exponentially. 2017, I made over $10,000 with my side hustle. 2018, it was over $21,000. 2019, $46,000. And I started diversifying my income streams. And then here we are in 2020, last day of the year. And I have reached an amazing milestone over $100,000 inside hustle income. So I can tell you more than anything that my biggest tip for building wealth is definitely start a side hustle. And so that's why I'm super excited about this digital course that is launching on January 4th, where I'm gonna be teaching y'all how to build money-making side hustles on the internet. Super excited. And I want you guys to be able to create this type of wealth and diversifying your income streams so that you never have to worry about money again. Side hustles have allowed me to earn over $180,000 in the past six years, all while working a nine to five. I've been able to pay off over $39,000 of student loans in 17 months, build a net worth of over $235,000 by age 35. I'm helping to fund my niece's 529 college plan. I fully funded my emergency fund. I am saving for a down payment for my parents' retirement home because that's what I want to work on. I want to be able to give them a place to retire. And I'm pursuing financial independence and early retirement, hopefully by 2030. And so side hustles for me have been the biggest game changer for building wealth. A side hustle can be the key for you to achieve financial freedom sooner than a nine to five. And if you have debt like student loans or credit card debt, this might be preventing you from having the financial freedom in life that you want. If you're barely making ends meet with your day job, a side hustle can be your ticket to being less stressed out about your stability. If you're ready to build some serious wealth in 2021, let's recap the eight steps to building wealth. One, create a spending plan. Two, adopt a value-based money mindset. Three. Pay off high interest rate debt. Four, create and fund an emergency fund. Five, invest. Six, protect your assets with insurance. Seven, create an estate plan. And eight, earn more and diversify your income. So I hope that these tips help you really set out a list of comprehensive and achievable goals for 2021. I cannot wait to see all of the magic that you guys create. You keep me so inspired with your stories of how you're paying off debt, how you're investing, how you are just seeing yourself transform and have a completely different relationship with money. And that's what I want for every listener of this podcast. We have the power and the tools right here in our community to teach ourselves what we didn't learn growing up about money and really changing our financial trajectories, not just for ourselves, 
or for future generations of our families. So I hope that you love this episode. I'm actually going to be doing a solo episode once a month. So I'm super excited to give you more tips, more tricks, and more life hacks when it comes to all things dinero. And until the new year, guys, stay empowered, stay inspired, and stay poderosa. On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions or misleading or defamatory statements usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer